Who is Mr. Klassen and what are these seven lessons or tips that is related to money? Welcome to another episode of Money Matters, and this is Louis, your host. Today, we'll have a short run through the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, written by, of course, George Samuel Klassen, and we'll try to make sense of the seven tips or lessons he shared to achieve financial freedom. And, by the way, The Richest Man in Babylon, this story, is none other than Arkad. So, here's the thing, uh, uh, Mr. Klassen wrote this in a pamphlet type uh, and laman nito is, is in the story style and in the story uh, there were two persons who were interested in becoming rich one because uh, they found themselves working and working and yet there seems they have no savings unlike some guy named Arkad who started well just like them before or maybe his story is way way back like them he just started from small petty jobs until he walked in his life and reached the level of status he is now and in the story he dispensed seven important lessons which up to now are still applicable and here we'll discuss the lessons Sana magamit natin to, especially sa mga Pinoy, and I hope it will be useful not only for ourselves, but to the people around us, and sa mga kaibigan natin, pamilya, because it really boils down to these seven, and they're really, really effective. So, the first lesson, the very famous, pay yourself first. Uh, sometimes this, this thing is actually misunderstood or probably some people don't quite understand it pay yourself first so what they do is when they get their money or their salary they right away spend it away and that's their concept of pay yourself first but pay yourself first uh, doesn't mean you spend money on yourself and then run out of money hindi ganun uh, technically it means uh, setting aside money for yourself so at least uh, in my previous uh, podcast we discussed about the right savings formula <clears throat> and this is how it applies based on the story uh, it revolves around saving a certain percentage on whatever you earn or salary you get and it will be nice if you could start it off with a 10% 10% savings and that would really go far or will help you start in your financial freedom goals saving uh, may be sometimes impossible but again even this lessons Mr. Krasen wrote you have to start with something and my personal belief is you cannot give what you don't have and first this is how we apply the 
principle of paying yourself first. We're saving at least 10% first to yourself as a saving. Then the rest you can spend it to your needs, or your rent like that, or your personal wants. The second lesson is, of course, in order for you to save, you need to live within your means. That means whatever is left over from the 90, you make sure to control your expenses up to that volume. So that means you have to monitor your expenses and ensure that you only spend this much for your needs and your wants. Again, categorization is a must because we need to prioritize. And of course, what's priority? Mga pangangailangan mo. The need comes first before the wants. Once you can delay them, when you are able na. So that's why you live within your means. That's the second lesson. The third lesson is to put your money to work. It simply means, in our present term, invest your money. Yeah, You can work. Pwede ka magtrabaho. Kahit, 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 kahit. But in that way, you're just working for money. This one is reverse. You have to make your money work for you. And you can do that only by investing or putting it in some in some form of a business or an instrument that will earn you passive income. So put your money to work, not you working and working for money. And that simply means investing your money that investing your money to get more from it. Now that you have your savings habit, you are monitoring expenses, then you know where to put it, that savings into to work for you. Another thing is to keep your money safe. <clears throat> How will you do that? Uh, the only way for you to keep your money safe or putting into a profitable business instead of a scam or something is you need to learn the businesses or investment you're going into. That's the best way for you to keep your money safe. Learn to understand the business or the investment you are putting your money in so that it, you will ensure it, that you will earn and and not fall to the pyramid scheming and the likes. Again, keep your money safe by learning where you're putting it, learning where you're investing it, understanding it, and being an expert of that. If not, Find some guidance from somebody who is an expert that you can trust. Again, keep your money safe. The fifth lesson is actually a been a debate lately because uh, it says be a homeowner. That means you have to own your home. But in the recent times, uh, it's being debated because you can either have your own home or you can rent. And it doesn't really matter uh, if that will be generating savings not because it depends on the use of the property you have but the best own thing you can see with this is own a property that you can rent out own a property that you can earn from it so if you have extra savings you know where to it's one way to put your money in as investment be a home a property owner and earn from it Lesson is, of course, the very, very allergic term we are in is to ensure 
your future income. Again, uh, if you check my website, I uh, my my Facebook page, my special Facebook page for my insurance uh, line. Uh, insure your future income. Insurance is important now these days. You don't know what will happen to you, or you don't know what will strike your business. So having something of a backup or a protection against these unknown, uncertain things will help you preserve your income. Again, insurance is something that is important. It's like it's not it's an expense by itself, but uh, right now there are forms of insurance which have an investment attachment. So be wise in choosing one, and be wise in getting one because you need it. Last of the lessons is to improve your skills to earn more money. Simply mean put it to our current term is to invest in yourself. That means uh, learning new skills, being an expert on something that you're already doing so that your value will imp- get higher. Uh, it's a self-improvement, but sometimes most of these trainings, schoolings, you need to pay. And that way, you accumulate more knowledge about something. So in, you need to improve your skills to earn more money. And that is mean yeah, shelling out money para mag-aral ka. Kung may free, that's good. It's still, uh, you still invest time to learn. And that's a good way to improve yourself and be relevant. And when you are relevant, people will go to you because the service or the knowledge you have will be important and they will be needing it. And that's why one of the lessons is to improve your skills because over time, things change. Things, other people will be more knowledgeable than you, will be expert than you, and uh, what will happen, they will be irrelevant and you will not be able to earn the capacity of money that you wanted to. So, the last lesson, improve your skills to earn more money. And that's it. That, that, that's the seven lessons from the book, The Richest Man of Babylon. I hope you have the interest to read the entire book and apply the lessons and examples given so that you can improve and go to your potential goals. Again, this is Louis, and see you on the next podcast. I'd rather just subscribe and listen, and it will be good if you can support me. I'll leave a link for any support you can give me by sharing this podcast, by sharing on Facebook, by liking, by donating if you have donation. I'll try to wait, find a way to means to donate so that they can keep this podcast alive. Again, this is Louis from Money Matters. God bless.